Welcome to the Pulse of the Heartland podcast, the podcast where no topic is off limits. Now welcome the boys of the Heartland, Bryant, Ryan, Clark, Joey, and Trent. Welcome to the Pulse of the Heartland podcast. This is episode 61. Uh, we do appreciate y'all following along here and uh, watching on YouTube as we do it live, commenting. That's always fun. We can, uh, you know, banter back and forth. That's great. Uh, thank you for listening to all the old podcasts. You know, there's only 60 other ones to catch up on if you're not caught up yet. So get to it. Um, but, uh, you know, we do want to hear from you uh, if you don't. Get a hold of us on YouTube. There are other socials to do that on. Uh, Joey, how can everybody get a hold of us? Yeah, and so not only are we live on YouTube, we're also live on Twitter every week. So just follow us on our Twitter account. Jump in and join some comments on there. But uh, you can also find us uh, at Heartland Pulse on Twitter. Instagram is Heartland Pulse, and just Facebook and YouTube. If you're already on YouTube, following us, you know how to get there. But just search Pulse of the Heartland on Facebook. And did we ever decide who was taking over my position? Because I heard I got fired from this last week since I was gone. And oh. I'm surprised I got my job back that easy. I didn't we know didn't, yeah, we didn't get the YouTube, uh, or the, sorry, the Twitter poll out. So you're mm. stuck with it, Joey. Sorry. Mm. Uh, all right. Very official the way we do things around here. I can see. I can see yeah. that uh, no one wanted to take the big pay raise that you get from reading off the socials. So. <laughs> True. You, yeah, you, you get three more cents of that big money. Uh, well, technically, I'm in control of it, so I can put it where the hell I want. So, true, put it on black. Enjoy- yeah, <laughs> yeah, let's just double our money. Definitely <laughs> don't put it on any of our UFC picks. That's pretty true. <laughs> no. yeah, how now, how is that any of our? Because last I checked and was listening, Trent was picking one, you were picking the other. So, I mean, one of you was winning. Oh uh, yeah, we'll get into that a little bit later. They're yeah. uh, <laughs> they're not. Neither one of us got a winning record. We'll leave it at that. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Joy, one of Joy, the fights also got canceled. Uh, yeah. Sorry, like Brian. after we did it. Anyway, but where, where are you at, Joey? <clears throat> I am in the home of the wonderful sport of USFL. I'm in Birmingham, Alabama, this week. And, finally. Uh, yep. Finally, <laughs> the Joe has come back to Birmingham. Yeah, I don't know. It's a uh, Got stuck in traffic tonight. I thought maybe there was a game going on, but nope, it was just an accident. There was there was threes of fours of cars out on the interstate. Joey got caught up yelling all that USFL traffic. Now, exactly. now that it's the the playoffs, it's in Canton. It's not even in, in Birmingham anymore. Oh. I, I think they moved the playoffs. I, yeah, yeah. I think the playoffs are in Canton, Ohio, at the Hall of Fame Stadium or whatever. But I don't think it's the playoffs yet. Yeah, the play. Well, I don't know. Maybe this is week ten, but the playoffs are locked in and set. June third. What's today? The eleventh. Uh, the thirteenth today. Well, so the next games so, will be like the eighteenth. Yeah. So yeah, week. That's week ten. So yeah, they're still okay. in Birmingham. Yeah, and then after that, yeah, it's in Cam. Weird. 
Anyway, that's USFL. I will not be going to a game. We'll just put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> Me what and are you everyone drinking? else. What are you drinking, Joey? Uh, so I drove, I had my brakes fixed and drove me 10 hours to get here today. So I didn't have time to really stop and get any alcohol, but I am drinking a very special Arby's chocolate milkshake. So, Oh, there you mm. go. Can't say I've ever had one. Good. No. A lot every of syrup. Time, every time I hear of their mocha shakes, I can't help but think mulatto boots. <laughs> Archer. Archer. Archer, baby. Mm. Got it. Clark, what are you drinking? Oh, I, I uh, uncoozied it just for you, Trent. I'm cruising at a smooth 20,000 feet with the Canada Dry ginger ale. Yeah. <coughs> you mixing that with your hard to open Templeton bottle? Uh, it wasn't Templeton, it was the Oak and Eden. Oh, okay. I, I still can't get the cork on it, so I'm just going to have to finish the bottle tonight. <laughs> so humid in Kansas, the cork swells. It's ridiculous, man. Like, I cannot get this cork back in the freaking bottle. <laughs> oh, to get the cork back in? I thought you were saying to get it out. It was a, it was a pain in the ass to get it out. I thought I was going to freaking break the bottle. Like, but I got it out. So now, I mean, there's oh, not much yeah. left. Not much. You have to just drink it all. Drink it out of the bottle. Yeah. yeah. You already got the solution. Just drink the rest of your whiskey on a Monday night, bud. Yeah. yeah perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing can go wrong there. <laughs> Ryan, what are you drinking? Um, I'm finishing up a DP, and then oh. gonna oh. go go back to the uh, kickball. Oh, yeah. nice. Good stuff. Yeah. Right. Brian, I heard your oh when he said DP. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got to make sure you finish though before you move on to the next thing. You, know? yeah. you don't want to leave a DP unfinished. <laughs> no, never do. Oh, Brian, what are you drinking? Oh, sorry, I didn't hear. Uh, <laughs> Well, I saw this one, Trent, and I bought it just because you talked about how crazy your sour was last week. Uh, this one's called S'morange, and it's a sour with candied orange, chocolate, marshmallow, and graham cracker in it. It's, and, of course, it's Barn Town, but I don't know. I kind of like the design a little bit of it, but I figured, you know, we, we if we're going to get a sour, you can't just have, like, it's like, oh, it's that raspberry. You know, nope, I have to have four flavors. It's got to be all <laughs> over the place. Yeah. Trent, what are you drinking, man? Oh wait, well, yeah. How, how's how's Bryant's there first? He's Damn, oh, I can I can taste the graham cracker, the marshmallow. I can taste everything, buddy. That's uh, that's weird. Are you gonna start putting oranges in your s'mores when you're having campfires and stuff? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I'm gonna, there's something missing, and then I just a slice of orange right <laughs> on there. Screw the chocolate. I need an orange slice on that puppy. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna make this thing healthy and put one slice of orange on it, peel and all, and, and just eat right through it. <laughs> like Trentle, it. what's going on there? Well, I'm drinking uh, tractor juice. Tractor juice. Homestead Boy. Brewing in Valley Springs, South Dakota. So just about six miles down the road here from from Brandon. So it is a it's a sour. Which let's see, uh, orange and raspberry. Only two flavors in that thing. Yeah, and it's delicious. <laughs> okay, all right. 
Yeah. Who's that from again? Homestead Brew in Valley Springs, South Dakota. Yeah. Thank you, yep. Sir. Good stuff. So, any anybody do anything exciting over the weekend? I know, and a couple of us did. Kick some butt at a golf tournament. Well, okay, we played just crappy enough to get in a different flight and get some and to win that. money. That's that's there all that matters. Yep. 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 Yeah, that, that was, was a good, good time. time. Yep. Any anybody you know cut off some Daisy Dukes and do any dancing down get in it. Nashville or get a Canadian tuxedo going? <laughs> I mean. I did, a, I did a very little dancing in Nashville. That was so, you know, I, I've slowly began to realize how much I really don't like crowds and I've never been a huge fan of uh, country music. So Nashville really isn't my scene <laughs> because that was all it was the whole fucking weekend. But, you know, CMA we, uh, this weekend too. what's that? It was CMA Fest this weekend too. So it was like yeah. the worst weekend you could have possibly gone. So like, well, and that's what I was saying. Like, literally, it was with everyone talking about like it, it was. It, there was a country version of Halloween that that was Nashville probably every weekend, but that was especially this weekend. It, it was it was absolutely insane. But I would say we, you know, when you go to a different town, you're thinking like, oh, we're gonna go to uh, we're gonna go um, bar hopping. You'd go. We went to Aldine's on on uh, Friday, or I'm sorry, on Saturday, and there it, it doesn't matter what day. But there's fucking four bars with all live music on every single floor. Like, I I've never seen bars that huge, that crowded, especially post COVID. You know, it, it was just absolutely insane. And then of course Saturday we were the ones wearing the gimmicky all denim everything, fucking Carhartt hats, Cowboys hats, and stupid shit like that. But it was it did feel uh, pretty cool. Like since it was CMA Fest, we had a uh, it was a uh, like Escalade limo. Uh, I would say we we're getting quite a few stairs driving down Nashville. People are like thinking, like, what kind of hell kind hell of yes. celebrities driving through the middle of the I was going to say, you didn't bring so any attention to yourself fun. at all in a big crowd. Yeah, no, not on Saturday with the all denim get up and everything else. But so what, what, <laughs> what was the issue? Not enough Shania Twain? <laughs> I will say one thing there is there was not enough Shania Twain, there was too much. Um, it was this the new Morgan Wallen song called Broadway Girls. And since we're on Broadway, they fucking played that song every goddamn half hour in the hour. Like, it, it, it was driving me bonkers. Like, like I said, if it was a, uh, you know, Shania Twain, don't impress me much, I'd be just fine with it. But it was Morgan Wallen and Lil Dirk or some shit. And it was just. Oh, boy. That nothing says country like Lil Dirk. <laughs> like Lil Dirk. Yeah. Fucking... Uh, so on Instagram, I follow these guys. It's called Stogies and Bogies. Um, okay. Uh, Clark has probably heard of them through Torres. That's where he got his cigar golf ball cigar holder. And he was in Nashville and had like a huge long running uh, Instagram story. And they were at Aldine's on Saturday night too. So I was like watching all of his stories, seeing if I could just catch you in the background. And it's just like Sat Stogies Saturday. and Bogies are out of like California. Like this is, this is a company out of California. So didn't, well, didn't I, see you. The 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 Aldeans, I apologize. Aldeans was Friday. Saturday we went to a karaoke bar at the bottom, and then we uh honestly it, it was one of these like we got this limo and we played paid plenty for that thing. We were getting the most use out of it, so we were just drinking around, driving around Nashville. So nice. 
that's someplace I've never been, and my wife and I, I really want to go someday. And we both love country music, so we wouldn't it wouldn't be our personal oh, hell like good. it is for you. But it's crazy all these celebrities getting these bars. You had Jason Aldean. Um, I know Garth yeah. Brooks is opening one that I think mm -hmm. is four or five stories. Um, Eric Church is opening one that's four or five stories too, and they pack them every night. I'm pretty sure down the street from Broadway, there's the Reba McIntyre Ace Hardware store, too. It was insane. Everything is named after a fucking country star out there. Was there really a Reba McIntyre Ace Hardware? No. <laughs> you you like sold me on every, that one. Yeah, like every I mean, floor is just like Dirks Bentley's uh, Bench Mob or something. And we went to Luke Bryan's Nut House. And then we're at Aldine's. We're at Tequila Cowboy. I mean, it was just like everything was. A, like you said, but everything is named after a different, uh, different country star. It's just insane. Man, my favorite celebrity bar there is by far Kid Rock. His bar is awesome. It's like mm -hmm. four stories, and then half of it's outside. It's really fucking yep. cool. It, I think it, I'm pretty sure it's across the street from Aldine's. Like, yep. And like I said, Aldine's was the biggest bar I've ever been to, and it's mo I count it all as one bar. Yeah, there's four mm -hmm. bars, but four and, and, and it's, it was one building. the biggest one. No one got roofied, right? Uh, correct. Yeah, it was a. Good. I would say it was a. Uh, it was. It was a experience, flame. Joey, I, I apologize. You can't say that Trent. yourself, Joey. I was at the casino with Trent, and for some reason, I got roofied. Did you I really? Remember. I don't remember the trip back to his house. <laughs> was it roofie like or alcohol? It wasn't alcohol. Oh, good. <laughs> Oh, oh, I wanted to bring this up. Sorry, Brian. Do you have anything else about Nashville? No, we're good. <laughs> All right. Joey, you, you're a blackjack guy. We talked about this earlier. Yeah. You're the, the dealer's showing a nine and you've got 15. Do you hit? Yeah. All the time. We I majorly pissed off a guy this weekend for doing that exact same thing. Got a six. The so I hit 21. The dealer, I don't know, 17 or 18. The guy didn't hit when he needed to and he just got up just super pissed off that why would you hit on that on that well when they're showing a nine like well because you're supposed to he's probably got 19 i'm not going to beat a 19 so you always yeah, hear. yeah the always dude, and, and the guy was sitting first so it didn't matter what happened after him with and yeah. he didn't hit so it did not matter <laughs> yeah yeah and where so were you he, sitting ryan i was at the end I was sitting oh, directly to this guy's left. I mean, so, you always assume there's a face card underneath, no matter what. Right. You always assume. So you have to hit that. Yep. So I what did he, he have again? Hurt because he assumed the dealer would have bust if you didn't hit. Right. Which I think the dealer actually may would have busted if I didn't hit. But it doesn't matter. It still did the right thing by the Jeez, Ryan, I can't believe you're not playing for the table, you hoser. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Let me guess what color his hair was. Was it gray? No, it was. He, no, was, he was young. It's probably, probably our age. Wow. Yeah. Well, I hope you're listening, douchebag, because you're wrong. <laughs> yeah. And and it was funny because we we had there were two guys sitting by Trent, and this just pisses me off. One of the guys just you know play two hands, then back out a couple hands, and play a few hands, back out a hand or two. Like, dude, you're ruining the freaking stream. Just the streak. Just, right. just sit in or just stay out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Quit taking up a seat and either play it all or, or just leave. Yeah. Yeah, you don't you don't get any flow like that. Hey, nothing nothing mess with the cards I was getting. No, Trent was Trent was hitting <laughs> everything and I was uh I was I getting was 13s really? and 14s on fire. 
Nice. You heard of earlier, Trent? Yeah, like the numbers were going around my head. And... Were, you, were you like doing your key, keywords? Man, this whiskey tastes very good, doesn't it, Ryan? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that was an, that was another thing that, that was annoying to me was, damn, Iowa. In Deadwood, you get all the free drinks you want. And so I assume that here, too. So I'm playing, and oh yeah, you want you want a drink? Yeah, I'll take a Coors Light. She comes back. All right, it'll be four fifty. I'm like, are you kidding yep. me? You don't get you don't get free drinks here. So, yep. What do you think, do you think this Iowa? is Vegas? Come on. I think it's, it's you're talking about this talking about the same state that uh, they charge you for ice in some of the bars. <laughs> yeah. How much <laughs> are those rocks? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Had to pay for Kim Reynolds' tenure. You know. Yes, sure. sir. Clark, do you do anything this weekend? Yeah, I threw a party that none of the assholes showed up for. I didn't get an invite. I didn't either. I, I smoke. Yeah, you're a fucking liar, Trent. I invited you on this freaking podcast, okay? <laughs> there's no video like, oh, evidence. I'm, I'm playing golf. I'm too there's, good. There's no video evidence of that. Yeah, Come on. yeah <laughs> none at all. None at all. Did the invites go out last week? Because I was gone. Yeah. Oh, don't no. give Joey no. a pass. You I saw him in I person. Didn't I didn't get an invite. Yeah, I've seen Joey yeah. more recently than you, you freaking loser. <laughs> no, don't don't give Joey, the guy that was in your town and didn't come see you, a pass. I, you guys could have been recording sitting right next to each other like Alan and Chris Collinsworth, and you didn't. So. <laughs> Just you know, trying to be safe with COVID. Yeah. So I smoked four pork butts on Saturday. 32 pounds of meat. Nice. Only had like over half of that left over, so I got a lot of meat in the freezer. Like to be good for a while. Hell yeah! Did, did yep. you get rid of all the wedding beers? No, there's still some left. We made a good <laughs> dent in them, though. Yeah, okay. made some good progress. Good. I'm gonna go ahead and say that Torres, one of the first people who said he'd be there, he got a little busy. Yeah, didn't show up. Oh. He came later next day, but uh, yeah. He apparently yeah, was. He, he got busy doing a brown man him? job and sucked at it, so it took forever. Oh yeah, yeah. Him and Vince did their floors in the bathroom or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Is he a Twitter? Is he a Twitter follower? Does anyone know his handle? Oh uh, yeah, he has Twitter. Yeah. Is it Obed he, Torres? He doesn't know how to DM though, so he, you're gonna throw him for a loop. Uh, all right. Well, let's see. Well, well, that's not good radio. He, he did podcast. come the it's, next it's day, podcast. but he did he didn't get any of the beers. So, you know, I was looking forward to a good time. He he didn't come. I thought well, you were going to say he I showed up. Gatorades for his ass. I was going to send him home with some stupid cucumber lime Gatorades that are still <laughs> in my freaking fridge. Can't even get rid of them. I know. Well, if I would have known you had those, I would have shown up. I, I should have yeah. brought them to you. I should have brought them to you. Use that as leverage to get Joey in there. Right? Exactly. Yeah, Joey, come to Kansas. I got some cucumber lime Gatorades. <laughs> I, I, I thought you said Torres was – when you said him, I thought he was going to say that he was – show up an hour and a half late. Well, that's when I thought he was going to show up. He was like, I'll, I'll be there later. And, yeah, like, it's – I mean, it, it's a old people time. It's already like 8 p.m. and people are calling it a night. I'm like, yeah, Torres ain't showing up. <laughs> it so. is a hat, Dave. Because we, we can we can say this because this is what Torres calls it. Because you can tell by the last name, you know, he he calls it brown guy time. Yeah, and that just and that just means he's always late. 
Because <laughs> that's what he He says it. it, I swear. Yeah, he says it, not me. <laughs> and that's where the podcast ended. Yeah. And slowly no. just... He'll back us up on that one. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure he he's the one that coined that term. So, <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. you I think you owe Torres twenty bucks for using it. I probably do. Yeah. Yeah. We'll get that out of the the anchor fund. Yeah, we're gonna have to empty the anchor <laughs> coffer to pay. Him. Can we, are you sure we're not gonna overdraft on that thing? I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, uh, now it's only uh, gonna take sixty-two more podcasts to get us back even. That leaves us twelve dollars, so we'll be all right. <laughs> oh boy! Well, we do Brian, this for the money, folks. Brian's got the old uh, smoking section up here, so we already kind of hopped into that with Clark doing thirty-two pounds of pork butt. So, yeah, I slathered those bad boys and mustard, and I finally. Emptied the last of that five pound bag of yard bird. No, it's nice. gone. The wedding rub is gone finally. <laughs> so, yep. Yeah, they're delicious. Oh man, I can't wait to eat it all over the next like six months. It's going to be great. <laughs> You're going to be so sick of pulled pork. <laughs> is that even a thing? Can you even get sick of pulled pork? Because I've eaten like pulled pork tacos for like my last two meals and it's been mm -hmm. amazing i made some citrus coleslaw last friday i made fish tacos and i found this coleslaw recipe that used like an orange and a lime for your acid mixed that mm. with a little oil and that stuff was amazing as like a taco topper like on fish tacos, oh, yeah. pork tacos nice. amazing mm. so yeah i i've been eating the crap out of pork tacos man hell yeah that sounds delicious that's what I'm saying. Did uh did did you smoke anything, Joey? Uh no. What the hell did I even do this weekend? Uh Friday night, hung out with Rochelle. Saturday. Oh, went to fish fry at uh, co-workers Saturday and uh him and his father in law caught a bunch of I think it was bass, but I'm not hundred percent. Anyway, um just stood in his uh in his yard he had two burners going with some grease and had potatoes and fish and chicken and just hung out had some beers and then watched ufc and then sunday i was coughing like it was my last day on earth so i didn't have anything oh shit yeah you, you seem so, to have made a good recovery yeah <laughs> oh, oh oh no you made a good oh, recovery. No. <laughs> you didn't go and tear your esophagus like brian did you I still got that cough occasionally, but and don't, don't worry. I have the doctor's appointment that was set up a month and a half ago. It's on J June 29th, so hopefully <laughs> I'm still alive by then. <laughs> it's absolutely insane, man. No, my brother's kids have had coughs and crap for like three months, and I just keep hanging out with them, and I don't know. It finally got me, and I could feel stuff rattling around in my chest. So if I, if I accidentally cough on here, I, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm trying to mute it every time. Are, are you teaching them to cover their mouth, Joey? Of course not. Why would you do that? Because <laughs> all I ever see is just kids whenever they're <coughs> like they, they try to make sure it, it just spreads as much as possible. Well, they don't want to get any of the cough on themselves. You got to just yeah. project yeah. it as 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 can. they're eating any food and it only hits around this circumference, <laughs> bigger than my goatee around their nose to their neck. Don't want to cover their mouth though because they don't want to get their hands dirty. Kids are their own super spreader all by themselves. Oh, yeah. Each one. <laughs> uh, 
it's it's true so when we live in kansas you know we took amelia to erica in home daycare she most a lot of times she was the only child there never sick take her you know we moved to south dakota now she's in a regular daycare sick all the time mm-hmm. yep my my boss at work she told me she was like um you're gonna she's gonna be sick until she goes to uh kindergarten and and so are you and she's right because whenever Amelia gets something i get it oh yeah speaking of all uh erica today was kaylee's first day with her good yeah how'd that go pretty good i mean i didn't cry i think my wife did but yeah yeah no yeah seems to have handled it pretty good yeah no you you're lucky erica's awesome (laughs) cheers yeah your your child will be bilingual before you know it thank god i'm gonna need her to interpret (laughs) yeah so um yeah i didn't uh me and ryan i i can speak for both of us oh ryan's back i can speak for both of us that we didn't smoke anything this weekend did you ryan unless you did it sunday afternoon no cigars on the golf course Trent did that well yeah no no meat um I did deep fry a turkey though on Sunday, so that uh, was pretty oh, delicious. Yeah, so it was on the smoker. We have two turkeys. Uh, the next one, I'm going to spatchcock and put on the smoker. So hmm. I just didn't have the time for it this weekend, and I just like throw it in the fryer. It's done in 35 minutes. Hell yeah, man! So that was that was quick and easy. No house fire. No, can't set this one on fire. <laughs> no. i bet you could no not the house the turkey fryer you can't set the fryer oh. on fire the house you probably could somehow well i was still referring just... to the smoker i bet you could light that baby on fire <laughs> that's just tempting yeah. fate there's no way anything bad could happen here <laughs> there's no no open flame on this fryer so I <laughs> can't can't light her up so well uh Smoking section was pretty un- uneventful, except for you know, good thing Clark's pit boss got some yeah. playing time this this week. So yeah, I was picking up the slack for at least three of you other guys there. So well, when you smoke thirty two pounds of pork butt, I would say you are picking up the slack for the rest of us. That's yes. pretty impressive. I, would agree. So. I did get uh, two new bags of Bear Mountain pellets again, so I'm gonna nice. put those which, babies in. Which flavor? I got savory, and I think I went with straight apple for the second one. Nice. Um, it was buy one, get one half off. Oh, so I got... You got straight apple on Pride Month, Joey? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I got gay apple. My bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, um, next topic here, I, I think Clark's going to dominate this one as well, as you've been watching this in your household. It's a uh, College softball and baseball. I got the World Series coming up here. Well, softball is over. Yeah, who yep. won that? I believe it was the Oklahoma Sooners. Yep. Yep. Another another title for the Big Twelve this year, folks. Yep. 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 They they're just dominant all year. They they did lose three games, I think, on the year, but that was it. Mm. Just absolutely showed out they're just an offensive powerhouse um the way i feel like the way it's talked about at least the way my wife talked about it is that for years softball is dominated by pitching and now it's becoming a very offensive game 
and soft like Oklahoma was just crushing the ball this year. So they yeah, they finished well. Who'd they play in the championship? Was it Texas? Yep. Yeah, Texas. All Big Twelve championship. Yep. Sorry, it's a Big Twelve and an SEC championship. Uh, Texas, yeah, Texas was an no. SEC school. So yeah. you know, Big Twelve beat yeah, the SEC. They're for the enemy. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh and then on the men's side, the Supers, they're finishing right now. I've got Auburn versus Oregon State on the TV. Uh, winner of this is, I believe, the final team in for the mm-hmm. men's college world series, the men's eight. So and a uh, big story coming out of the men's side is number one, Tennessee gets upset by Notre Dame. Um, and Tennessee was an eight run favorite, which in this tournament is huge, biggest favorite in t- over 10 years. And they get upset and didn't even make it into the, uh, make it into the finals. I'm, I'm trying to think what that would even be equipped. Like, so like, especially they that were level, supposed like- to score, they're supposed to score eight more runs than anyone else in this tournament. That's how I'm, this is the betting line that I read it today anyway. Yeah. So, like, on, on equivalent, they should have won every game by at least two runs um, and then had eight more total, I guess. I, betting line was stupid. Anyway, um, yeah, it was a no, that makes huge sense. upset. So, yeah. I thought you meant that was an, they were an eight-run favorite just in that one game. I'm like, yeah, oh, holy crap. No, no, no. <laughs> no. They did. They lost to Notre Dame two to one. Um but yeah, or two two games to one, I should say. Yeah. So that, that's what I was just gonna say. Are they so? Do they go by the two to one like mm-hmm. record, or do they go by total runs, which is why mm-hmm. it is the head to head record? Yeah, just forget the betting line. They were the biggest favorite in, in ten years okay. coming into this tournament. Um, they only lost like three. Up, then, Joey. Yeah, you're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> it was hard to understand. I heard it on another podcast. I was trying to explain it, and it just doesn't make sense. So anyway, biggest favorite in ten years loses before even getting to Omaha, and uh, yeah, like Clark said, the last super regional is going on right now. Nice. So Clark Clark can speak to the Carl's World Series. He's he's a frequent uh, frequent flyer up there. Yep. So last year we didn't go COVID year, uh, mm-hmm. and this year I'm not going because Father's Day. So first Father's Day. Oh, I hear you. Bring her. Yeah, bring her. Yeah, okay. Oh, my goodness. I don't don't think you guys know Omaha, so. Once Omaha has, yeah. So bringing a child uh, in an event like that is pretty crazy, right? It's going to be loud. Why would you bring that event? Okay, I went to... Again, went to Nashville. We're in Aldine's. Like, I've talked about how loud and crazy these, this no. bar is. There's a woman holding, like, at, I would say a nine-month to an 18-month-old child in a bar. We're si- I'm about – me and this woman are sitting in, in identical seats on each side of the stage, and I'm about maybe 40 feet away from multiple speakers that my left ear was ringing by the time I left. And she's just holding the child, just, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, it's some great country – what the hell are you thinking? Bringing a, it, it was also like eight o'clock at night, and you just have a child in the middle of all deans and fucking blowing that kid's fucking eardrums apart. Just insane. 
You know you're doing parenting wrong when Bryant is criticizing your parenting. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wasn't the only one. Like, our whole group was kind of like, you know, you give the, hey, do you see that? Do you see that? And I look over, and I'm just, mm -hmm, yeah, they'll keep playing that music. I want to hear some Morgan Wallen. Like, fucking, <laughs> like, go home. You know, just, dumb lady. Anyways, that, that's all I wanted to bitch about. I, you, you sparkling said, yeah, just bring your kid to the event. <laughs> so, yeah, Omaha's crazy. Do take your kids. If they're of age where they like like yes. to play peewee baseball, because it's a great time for kids those age. It's amazing for that aspect. I would not take my infant to the <laughs> That it's supposed to be like a hundred degrees this weekend. Yeah. <laughs> do you see this up here? It does not do well in the sun. Clark's gonna have to wear his uh, Sand Creek Station bucket hat. That's right. <laughs> I, I mow the yard in twenty minutes. I still gotta wear the bucket hat. Yeah. You should wear one of those hats that's the, the, not a bucket hat, but it's a literal just umbrella on top. Uh, I'd maybe off a sombrero. Sombrero would be sweet. Yeah. yeah. But uh, looking at the teams that are in the College World Series so far, one's been mentioned. Notre Dame beat Tennessee, so Notre Dame is in. They're playing Texas in the first round. Then you have Texas A&M taking on OU. And then you have Stanford playing Arkansas and Ole Miss will be playing the winner of Oregon State versus Auburn right now, which Auburn is up four to one. So, which honestly, it seems like they're a little different teams than the like. You know, I remember back in the day, it was always um oh what was it Cal Cal State Cal Fullerton. State Fullerton yeah where are they yeah, at yeah. Yeah. Rice isn't, and isn't LSU yeah. usually pretty darn good at baseball too? Yeah, they're they're really good for a long time. Uh, Texas has been to mm -hmm. several College World Series themselves. Um, yep. Arkansas has been to more in the 2000s, I believe. Um, mm -hmm. Ole Miss, also known as the school up north by them Mississippi Staters, uh, they're they're no foe to the old Omaha trip. So, yeah, this is but, Notre Dame's first time in 20 years. Yeah. It's good to see some new faces. It's always fun. Um, you always got a different mix of teams. Makes it makes it a good time. Uh, par parody in a sport in NCAA? No. <laughs> yeah, we don't. Well, I mean, like looking at the other schools that are. Uh, I would say, look, looking at the other schools that were in, involved as well. You know, it, it's you know, S Southern Miss almost had a chance to go. UConn, East Carolina, you know, Auburn, um, Virginia Tech, North Carolina. I mean. The, there's different at least there's a bunch of different schools from different comps being represented you, you know it kind of ended mm -hmm. up being sec and in, in big 12 for a little bit but i mean seems like you at least got a better shot speaking of tons of parody uh going back mm -hmm. to softball real quick i found this stat earlier today uh the state of oklahoma won national championships in softball in d1 with ou d2 with roger state u and naia in oklahoma city college the only division they didn't win was D3, and there's no D3 schools in Oklahoma. So <laughs> check that shit for parity. So if there would have been a D3 school, just pencil them in. Basically, yep. 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 I thought that was pretty damn cool. That is cool. Yeah, yeah. that's uh, kind of like what Iowa does. There, there was a chance for it to be an all-Oklahoma national championship, too, because Oklahoma it could State. have been OU versus Oklahoma State. So. 
So if Joey wants to bring up Iowa and this whole College World Series thing, did you know Iowa State has won a College World Series game more recently than the University of Iowa? No, I didn't. Iowa, Iowa State <laughs> hasn't even had a baseball program in like 22 years. <laughs> Look it up. Trent, you might as well just start Trent, talking about the second weekend of the NCAA basketball tournament, man. Come on. <laughs> we'll get to that in March. Yeah. Well, okay. let's just talk about meaningful bowl games, like, you know. New Year's Eve bowls or shit like we that. We all love the cheese at bowl, Joey. You can't deny <laughs> so, it. Exactly. So, who's won a New Year's Six Bowl more recently? We we could talk about that. So uh, not Iowa State. Yeah. Yeah. So, no, we, so just because we gotta play the fourth place Pac-12 team doesn't mean it don't count, Joey. <laughs> Which New Year's Six Bowl have you played in? Fiesta. The Fiesta Bowl last year, no. two years ago. I don't believe it. <laughs> Your favorite. And, and that's Prove college it. football talk. Yeah, yeah. As we wrap up college baseball, shit talking. God, I. By, by the way, actually, because of that, Joey, I cannot wait for fucking college football, dude. Oh, I, like, I was just gonna say it's like seventy-eight days till kickoff for the Iowa football team. He, so. You know, you know what? Actually, it was earlier today at the gas station when I was getting my s'morange uh, drink here. There is a beer that was uh, it was buy one get one free because they discontinued it because no one bought it. And it was the it was called Iowa City Wave. So I mean, just like their tradition, you know, they, no no one's really buying it. <laughs> All right. Well, before we, ruin, before we ruin any friendships, let's move on to nah. some golf. <laughs> <laughs> There's no friendship. Brian is Jack's friend. I can't be his friend. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking so, of ruining relationships. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Good transition, Joey. Live golf. Here we go. Um, that tournament or that whole league kicked off uh this weekend. 54 holes, lame, should be 72, like the real tour. Um, and just like everybody tuned in to watch Charles Swartzel win. Man, that's just what we all wanted. Oh boy, crazy. Yes. Yeah, good old Charles. Um, Dustin Johnson was he there? Phil or Phil was? Is my microphone working? Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay, good. Yep. Good. Dustin was there. Dustin was there. Yeah, Phil was there. Phil's back at the U.S. Open right now, I believe. Mm -hmm. I saw it today. But yeah, uh, it was Dustin. Yep. Um, but so I didn't watch any of it. So how how's Phil back? I thought the PGA banned him if they played live. The it's U.S. Open tournament. The US, U.S. Open, yeah, it's not ran by the PGA. It's ran by the U.S.G.A. Right? Ah, yeah. So yeah, he'll be like they'll be able to play in the Masters, the the U.S. Open, and the British Open. The only one the PGA runs is the PGA Championship for their majors. Yeah. So you're telling well, me he's still gonna be playing in these PGA events? They're not PGA events. Yeah, they're not PGA. Then why are you advertising it as PGA Golf? What advertising was PGA golf? The the four biggest majors. No, that's just golf. <laughs> so the Masters, yes. the Masters isn't one of the PGA tournaments. No, it's run by Augusta National. I'm so lost. it's it's not run by the PGA. PGA. <laughs> no, it's not run your by mic's PGA. Not, your mic's not working, Clark, Ryan. Clark, just sit back and enjoy some more I'm, of your I'm, open. I've got my there. biggest stick out. I'm trying to poke real hard. It's not working. 
<laughs> it's it's nice that my internet's cutting out because you won't get me riled up then. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> um everyone everyone wanted to watch the live golf tour to see Charles Schwartzel and five other people. We don't we don't have a clue what their names are. Mm -hmm. It's it's not a good product. Um, the PGA probably had the best week they could have asked for, having Rory there, Justin Thomas, Tony Finau. They had an amazing weekend just because of that. Um, and the subtle trend, I guess, since I cut out, did you hear the – did you talk about the subtle jabs that the players are making towards the live? Uh, I, I didn't. That's that bottom bullet point I, I typed in there. That was kind of a good middle finger to the live from Rory. Mm-hmm. All yeah, in twenty first event, right? Yeah, towards that, and then Justin Thomas too um, sent out a tweet. What a week! That's why we play, and that's why we play on the PGA Tour. Got a got a battle against one of the best today, and got out dueled, but not without a fight. Congrats to Rory McIlroy on his twenty first win with a winky face and an amazing finish. So they're just they're they're all kind of taking subtle jabs. Um, a lot of people are calling this calling the live an exhibition league. Because you're getting paid to show up and play. You're not actually, you don't have to play for anything. You're making the cut no matter what and getting a paycheck. Yeah. So I don't think, you know, I was, I was kind of watching the numbers as the weekend went on. Friday was th Thursday was their first round, right? Yeah. Thursday, Friday, Saturday. So Thursday, I think at one point they had a hundred and some thousand viewers. Um, the second round, I think I saw like 65,000. And then the third round, I think like 70 some thousand. So, I mean, that's not huge numbers watching it. I didn't see large crowds there. The USFL might have had larger crowds than they did too. Yeah, I didn't see any of it. Um, but yeah, it was good to see the, the PGA. That's what they needed on the opening weekend of Live Golf, like that final group, Tony Finau, Justin Thomas, and Rory. It's like three big names. And I think the worst one in that group was six under on Sunday. So they yep. all played really good golf. Justin Rose, all he needed to do was par the 72nd hole. So hole 18 in this final round to shoot a 59. Uh, but he bogeyed it, shot a 60. Um, you know, just that kind of stuff. That's what the PGA Tour needed on this first weekend of live golf. So I thought that was that was a big middle finger to the live. And, you know, Rory said that he has 21 victories now. That's one more than somebody else, which he was referring to Greg Norman, who is kind of running the live golf. So uh, good for Cut him. Out again. Um, how about the, did you guys, I know Trent and I talked about, did you guys see the whole Greg Norman with the reporter getting kicked out? Hmm. So no. here, I've got the tweet pulled up. Let me. I, I can't imagine the Saudis would do anything to silence a reporter out there. <laughs> Never heard of that ever in history. So, yeah, I don't know if you're able to see that or not. But um, text message to Greg from this reporter. Are you aware that I just got muscled out by a couple of your goons? Luckily for you guys, I kept my cool and de-escalated this situation. Please call me to discuss. Greg Norman, did not hear. Thanks for letting me know. And the guy has a picture. That's funny because there he is standing right behind his shoulder um, watching everything happen. <laughs> so, so what was he saying? Was he specific, like, was he kind of poking at like the Saudi part of it or was he oh, yeah. causing a ruckus? Do we know? 
it was it was about his questions about the Saudis and the money and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. So he so was I, trying to cause a scene and he caused it. So he got yep. what he wanted. Yeah. I, I um, heard that the players were given a sheet of paper with talking points on it. Yeah. Like, don't stray from this. Mm-hmm. Like in the press conference. That's crazy. You know, did you hear what for, for uh, something my like man Gooch said? Go ahead, Brian. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm saying just something like this, though. I'm for live tour again this is going to kind of be for people that it's like you said it is going to be an easy paycheck they're going to you know and i'm sure they're going to try and make it more entertaining than it was but i mean i looked up career earnings for schwartzel one i mean i mean won four million dollars in this event last four years combined he made 3.945 so he he made more in a 54 round tournament than he did playing for four straight years including and one of them was a covid year so you, you can't really really hit it too hard, but I mean, let, let's see, he ran 25, uh, 52, he, he played 67 events, and he made more in this one tournament than he did in 67 PGA events. So, I, I mean, well, I can't get mad at a guy that, like you said, he's he's won his Masters, he, he's immortalized with the green jacket, get your money, dude, you, you know, if he's not going to compete in the PGA, just get your money, get out at that point. I saw Dan Patrick had a quote saying this morning that uh, it the live tour isn't great because there's no drama because everybody makes a cut and everybody gets paid. That's mm-hmm. the whole <clears throat> the whole exhibition league situation. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. When the loser goes home with 120 thousand again, you know, like I played, honey, I played the worst. No one did worse than me, and I still made fucking an above average year salary playing 54 holes. Yeah, I mean that. I heard that they they have some fund like they, they know they're going to lose their ass on this. I, I don't know. I, I'm going to have to get my sources, but I heard that they have a fund of like 300 billion that the Saudis are putting into this. Like I don't know if it's like tourism or what it is, but they know they're going to lose their ass on this. It's just trying to again get more people to probably have a positive image on Saudis. 648 billion is what it actually is, and it's the Saudi uh, something fund. Yeah, it's uh, insane. <laughs> They're also, if a player happens to shoot a 54, 18 under, they will get paid $54 million for it. Yeah, I mean, come on. I mean, yeah. if, if you if you were, because they also had a bunch of like amateurs or they hadn't done any uh, pro events, correct? Probably, yeah. I mean, they did have quite a few unranked players playing it. Yeah, because I like, what's the whole, let me pull up the itinerary. The, I mean, you know, Duplessis, Grace, Yunlin, Horsefield. I haven't even heard of these people before. But, I mean, again, if you're a nobody or you're not going to compete at the PGA level, get, get your money at, at that point. You, who knows how this, how long this thing's even going to fucking last. But, um, I don't know. It's it, it just good to hear, you know, Schwartzel. Here's a guy that, you know, made more money in this one event. And, you know, he's going home with it at least, I guess. But. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I don't know if you guys touched on it last week since I wasn't here, but did you read aloud the team names and how stupid those dumb things are? Yeah. <laughs> Fireballs oh my and God. shit. Yeah. Yes. So fucking dumb. They're worse <laughs> than the USFL teams. I wish they had mascots so we could pick those apart like we did USFL shit. <laughs> the red blob. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The Kentucky Hilltopper knockoffs. <laughs> Seriously, just... Just make it as cartoony and as entertaining as possible. I want Nickelodeon slime cams when someone hits an equal. <laughs> That's what I want in this league. <clears throat> and 
and, and Ryan, I think, is tired of our shitty opinions on yep. Lake Tour. He just left again. Damn. <laughs> He's out. He just ducks he out during so, golf. Did so worked up about golf. Did you see who uh, Mister One Hundred Twenty Thousand was from their first tournament? Um, who was it? Andy Ogletree. Hell yeah! He won the uh, U.S. Amateur at Pinehurst. When? What year was that? I think 2019. Right. Sad, never he, heard of him. He was the low amateur at the 2020 Masters. Nice. Wait, right, who so... makes more money, Mr. 120K or Mr. Irrelevant in the NFL draft? Mr. Irrelevant, because yeah. Purdy signed like a couple year, five million dollar <laughs> contract. He may, he's making more money than Charles Swartzel. Yeah, the so winner. We're getting all angry about this live tournament stuff. So. Yeah, there's yes. something fishy about the NFL, man. Yeah. They're in paying yeah, they're they're paying money, guys. The Snyders and by the way. Brian's back. For uh for the live tour, you said it, it, Andy Andy Ogletree got last place and made 120000 So far he's only yep. been in two events PGA and he made cut one cut and he made seventeen thousand dollars in those events. So he went from yep. averaging 8,500, 9,000 to 120 in one three-round event. That guy's making a better living than he would have ever dreamed in the PGA. Like this, I'm just saying, live golf make is it, a an godsend for him, man. Man, Ryan trying to jump in on his phone kind of looked like the beginning of uh, Pam and Tommy Lee. <laughs> 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 he would be decapitated. <laughs> I swear if that thing comes back on he's standing over a toilet, I'm out. <laughs> awesome. Well, let's jump ahead to uh the UFC. Joey and I we we hopped on last week and did a did a preview pod and uh mm -hmm. our, our picks weren't the greatest. But it was no, fun to do. Of I'm glad I jumped on there with you, Joey. Yeah, yeah thanks. Uh, I'm glad you joined. You should uh definitely join the next time we do one. Uh, yeah. yeah, I was going to say, speaking of people that don't make enough money, even though they compete every week, we can talk about the UFC yeah. now. <laughs> yeah, it was a it was a good night of fights. I missed the first. I missed all the prelims and stuff. I was at that fish fry, but I got to see the last three fights. Got to see uh, one of the greatest female mixed martial artists and just straight mixed martial, mixed martial artist, period, uh, have her last fight in Ioana when she got starched by... Uh, uh, Wale or Wale, Wale, spinning back fist was oh, nasty. It was off balance and everything. Man, it was crazy. But yeah, I, I don't know if I've ever seen a woman get starched like that. Maybe Rhonda by Holly. Yeah, mm -hmm. and, Holly last one. and like after she got hit with that, she was like falling in like she was out, but she like you could see her like one like she was like almost throwing a punch when she was just unconscious. Falling face first into the yep. the mat. That was nuts. Yep. So I was telling Rochelle because uh, Rochelle's super into watching UFC fights, uh, especially when there's two big female fights on. Um, I was like, that might be top ten of my favorite knockouts of all time. I still think Sugar Rashad just falling down like he just got like decapitated like a chicken was awesome. <laughs> still my favorite. But yeah, it's a. Uh, that was a great fight. And then Chevy and Tyla Santos. Man, I thought Tyla won. I had her up three, three nothing going into the fourth. And I I didn't think Chevy did enough in the last two to overturn any of the first three. But what were your thoughts? 
Um, I don't. That might have been the the fight I fell asleep during. Oh Lord, what are we doing here? <laughs> but I did. I woke up for the main event. Okay. <laughs> Weren't you at the casino? No, I watched in my house. Oh, I thought you guys were watching at the casino. No, we left the casino and got. I got back to my house about nine o'clock, right when they were starting. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, I thought you uh, were watching the casino. All right, well, no. that's more excusable. I was like, man, if you didn't get kicked out of the casino and you were falling asleep, <laughs> there's something wrong with that damn casino. But uh, yeah, I mean, Tyler just kept taking her down, and it was pretty dominant the first three rounds. I thought, but whatever. What do I know? Be- you got to beat the champ. Don't leave it to the uh, refs. So, mm-hmm. Or the scorecards, and then the main event, uh, Glover and Yuri. I thought Glover was dominating that fight for the most part, yeah. and then Yuri just turned that around and then knocked his ass out. So, so I, I think Glover he messed up. He had mm-hmm. Yuri out on his feet, mm-hmm. and all it would have taken was one more punch, and they would have stopped the fight. But he went up and like tried to guillotine him standing up and choke and. And you're right. kind of came to pulled out of it, and then that's when it, it things turned around. Like I, I think one more punch, and they would have stopped that fight because you could tell he was out on his feet. Yep. And then I understand him wanting to go for the takedowns later, um, and like take it back to the ground where he was pretty dominant in the first two rounds, and then all of a sudden takedowns just weren't there. But his stand up was so why he stopped going at him, like you said, is beyond me. So. Yeah. Yeah, that 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 was a good fight though. I mm-hmm. I thought to share just he he messed up right now yeah. putting him away. I, I was real pissed that uh, Chevy won and that uh, I mean I thought that Tyler won and then also that Glover pulled that shit because that ten dollars that I gave you would have you know won me one hundred and sixty five bucks. So damn it. Okay, so your four pin parlay was nuts. <laughs> it was ten dollars to win like five eighty. Right. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I won the first two. Uh, yeah, I won you, the first two and then lost the last two. Yeah, and yeah, mm-hmm. then your uh, main card one or not your main card your your main event parlay was mm-hmm. was a little off too. But yeah, we yeah, none of us so won our parlays. If I would have won those last two fights, I would have won like seven hundred forty bucks. Mm-hmm. Well, now I'm even more pissed. God damn it. Stupid bets. Again, Joey, just remember when you when you're talking about like uh what what I what state were you in last week? I guess it doesn't matter. You had legal betting, you're like, thank god I don't have this all the time. Imagine mm-hmm. how much money you'd be because you'd be putting in five team parlay. I'm telling you, I, I I've I've got I got out of the parlay game a long time ago. What well, two at most, you know, because once you get to the three to fucking six or whatever it is. You're always going to be pissed at the one anomaly game that always happens or the one fight that ends early. Yeah, but then when you hit like four UFC events in a row and you know you're up like twelve hundred dollars, then it just feeds the beast until you lose yeah. all of that again. So yeah, no. let, let me know when that happens. <laughs> I, I can't say that I don't know what Bovada or those things are. It's just sometimes it doesn't like my bank account or my bank doesn't like seeing yeah. stuff like that. So yeah. Anyway, yeah, all in all, it was a good night of fights, and uh, happy to see you want to go and do something else for the rest of her life. She wants to be a businesswoman. She's got a shit ton of Instagram followers, so um, I'm happy to see one of the greats move on to the next phase and not try and stay too much longer. Um, as soon as she got starched and stood up and took her gloves off, Rochelle was like, what's she doing? I was like, oh, I, she's fucking retiring. 
I thought that same thing when she mm-hmm. kind of hung around and was taking yeah. her gloves off. Yeah, she's done. She's like, how did you know that? I was like, that in wrestling, they take their shoes off, put it in the middle of the mat, and fighting, they take their gloves off, put it down. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it was pretty cool. That's what Jordan Bohannon did. He took his shoes off in Hilton, and he never played again. Exactly. <laughs> Except he only played another two years after that. <laughs> any other big cards coming up, Joey? Uh, yeah, there's the Adesanya fight coming up uh, mid-July. Um, and then there's always... Always one's getting announced for September and stuff. So um, I think the, the next big pay-per-view will be mid-July right after. So it might be the weekend of the 8th, 9th. I'll have to check it out. But for sure, I'll have another. Go ahead. UFC 276? I think so. Is that what it is? Yep. Um, but yeah, before that anything happens like that, we'll definitely have another uh, combat sports podcast um, and just go from there. All right. Well, I'll do my research and yeah. hop on with you then. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll bring in my who has the longest arms, and we'll definitely. See so who, who does better here? It, I don't know if you got to listen to the combat pod at all, Bryant, but uh, there is a reach for uh, kicking reach now that they have on UFC.com. So that throws a wrench into Bryant's what? betting now. Oh no, yeah. that's too bad for me. Did too we many see... variables? Did we yeah. see who? What well, I have the, to look up how far do the, their tootsies be? Exactly. Did, did we see what, the, what? Did we see what the standings were for the reach? If, if oh the yeah, I, people won. I didn't even pay attention to it. Didn't look. I didn't. Uh, hey, how's my mic sound? Sounds good. good. Okay. Louder. Yeah. 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 Someone should do Are the. Oh no! Or what are you doing? Hmm. Are you on your phone now, or what's going on? I'm on my Chromebook now, and I don't know if I don't know what microphone it's running through. So, hmm. sound good. Cool. Yep. This might be the new setup for the for the week now. There you go. Well, Joey, what you I was just gonna say, find those stats on the reach and let let me know. I bet you that has a winning record. Okay, you guys <laughs> move on to the next section, and I'll look up all the UFC stats. There we go. <laughs> well. The next uh, topic is the movie minute. And I think we went over this in our text group, you know, this week that joy watches every show. So I don't know if we can do it without you, man. Yeah, that's all right. I, I can do this quick. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> so first up is Kenobi. Um, go ahead. I, I don't watch this. <laughs> Anybody. I don't even remember Ryan what happened this week. They they snuck into Darth Vader's uh, the the base and That's saved right. Leia. That's right. And it was giving you another uh, super serious, awesome chase scene. Giving you serious Fallen Order vibes. Yes, it was just like the last level of Fallen Order. Yeah, I don't think Darth Vader was angry enough, and he didn't snap any child children's necks, so I didn't like it. <laughs> zero next snap, zero stars. That's how Clark's gonna rate him. That's forward. how this rating scale goes. <laughs> so no, it, it, I, I don't know. I, I I really enjoyed it. It was it was interesting. Like I love the, uh, you know, he he's doesn't have uh, his I guess his full scope of the force back yet. You know, he's kind of getting back there, using like the dark to his advantage, and it was kind of a. I saw a similarity on Twitter to like the Ahsoka where it's the use of the dark to their advantage. And, and uh, when he chopped those couple of stormtroopers up and 
I don't know. They're doing new stuff, like you know, holding the holding the glass back and holding the water back until, and then drowning, you know, drowning everyone in that hallway. It was a, uh, I don't know. I I really enjoyed the episode, and again, not they can't have you can't have too much Darth Vader in it. You, you know, it, it just it would completely water down the, the cool moments. But there was enough in there show, showing he was angry. No neck snap though. So Brian, you need to play Jedi Fallen Order. I haven't played. I would say I haven't played any of those, like Battlefront or any of those. But Fallen Order is pretty good. Very good, single player. Um, so the like we said, the the last level is. I, I'm guessing there was a lot of inspiration from that for this episode. Mm-hmm. Well, this one we talked about how much we loved episode three. This was again that Deborah Chow. So she's she. I don't know if she did episode one or two, but she's been doing awesome. And at least these last couple that we've seen, anyways. The only thing, the only complaint I have, and I had this this same complaint for Boba Fett, was that the choreography seems a little slow. Like when when the, they yeah. were firing at him, he you can tell he's not young and he's he's have you know he can't move as fast as what a bit would have been twenty years ago. Um, but yeah, it was another great episode. There's just so, so many things they have to tie up in, in two more episodes. There's only two more episodes left in this series. It, it's just going to be one season, right? It's not two seasons, correct? Uh, well, you never know, man. I'll, I, 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 suppose, I would assume yeah. it's only going to be the one, but. So, I mean, there's a lot they need to do. Right. Yeah, looking good. forward to it. Mm-hmm. Joey, have you been watching this one? I sure have. Yeah, I'm, I'm really into this. Okay. I really like it a lot. Uh, yeah, the this storyline is very much more intriguing than Boba Fett. But yeah, uh, the only again the only thing I can complain about, I, I don't know who they cast as Leia, but Jesus, could you get a slower kid? Come on, like <laughs> I have nieces and nephews that run a thousand times faster than her. She, she does lines perfectly. She you know she's good enough as actress for the age. The running man. She just. Get a stunt kid to run. Like, it's, it's crazy. But, yeah. I saw, a th- I saw a thing that um, the whoever the actor is that plays Boba Fett, going back to that, he was he's he's kind of unhappy that he wasn't big enough of a badass in his his season of, of TV, and he wants to go back to Boba Fett being a badass. So I, I agree. I'm, I'm yeah. on his side. Let's get another season where he's doesn't want to be the you know, I I just want to be the good mayor. No, I want to be see the mayor that or whatever runs the this planet and kicks ass. You know, yeah. it's not the and diplomatic one. The the Boba Fett where uh, you have to have the man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> like instead we got the Boba Fett's. Like, do we have enough proxy for the meeting? Do we don't? Okay, well we're gonna have to wait until. Like, I, <laughs> I want to see him killing people. Yeah, it's yeah, exactly. What a disappointment it was, for sure. All right, well, I got those uh, reach stats for you, Bryant. Okay, gonna, let's hear them. You're going to want to not do this anymore. Um, in all bouts, the fighter with the reach advantage is only won 44.9% of the time. In title bouts, the fighter with the reach advantage is only won 50% of the time. That means 50% of the time he wins, though. That's, I'm saying, you're still flipping a coin. So, I mean, if you're looking yeah, for well, advantage okay. with that, like, you're not going <laughs> to. And then in all regular bouts, you're, you're losing most of the time. Hold on, is that all time or is that just this past week? That's all time. That, I didn't look up just And then you got to figure that John Jones, he's always had the reach advantage and he's always won. Right. So, you yeah, just take him right out of the mix. <laughs> right. Take him out and those stats plummet. Yeah. Exactly. 
All right, sorry to interrupt the movie a minute with that. But. Yeah, I don't no, think we have much more on Kenobi other than look, keep keep looking forward to it. Looking forward. Nope. Yep. Yeah, that's kind of where I was at with the two. So, uh, moving on to Barry. Barry. Yeah, yeah. See, season three finale of Barry. There, jo- Joey, you're the one that got me into it. What What were your initial thoughts? So I'm gonna go with. I think I'm going to give this uh, oh, man, this was fucking good. Mm-hmm. It's got to be an eight or an eight and a half for me. It was it was really, really good. Uh, I hate uh, the – spoiler alert, everybody. Um, yeah. I hate I hate that Kusano did what he did. Um, Sally just is a straight-up C-word. Like, she's <laughs> a beyond bitch. So, yeah, she can go suck a big old fat one. Mm-hmm. Um but I was happy to see, uh, oh, the Chechnyan, what's his name? Uh, Hank. No Ho Hank. Hank. Yeah, No Ho Hank. I'm, I'm happy to see him and uh, his his boy get back together. That was a great scene. Uh, did they get together or did he die? I don't, did he die? I don't uh, think he died. It, it, my, I thought well, he like, just like passed out. My guess is he had a bunch of like brain damage and doesn't know what's going on at this point. From the electrocution, that could be. Yeah, well, I mean, he recognized him, so I I think he did. I I don't know. I'm gonna maybe I'll have to rewatch it because I'm pretty sure he did. Like, cause he because he kind of gave the you know we made it, and he goes we made it, and then like he does the little, and then it changes the scene. I'm pretty sure. So I don't know. I I assume he died there, but he died happy because he was in Hank's arms. So. I, I don't know. I wanted to see the aftermath of the tiger or whatever was in the in the room beside him. Oh, me too. So they, much. They they do so that that was actually one thing I wanted to bring up was that, like they, and I I watched a couple other episodes of Barry that I enjoyed last night. They do so well with just like the sound design because they make that animal sound so fucking scary, and then uh, you know you hear it, and then. Uh, I would say that then then he kills it with whatever the hell the 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 AK or whatever that he got and and killed him. But like I love the scene where he's where he got knocked out and then you see Sally beating the shit out of him in the uh, sound studio, but it's completely mm-hmm. silent. And then at the end, once he's betrayed, you know, at the very end, um, oh, was Jim was his name Jim Moss, the the father of Janice. Yep. Jim Moss is there, and you see everyone here. Here's the you know here's the fanfare of the lights, and everyone getting arrested, and everyone's like, "Hey, we did it. We're all happy. Lights, you know, sound." And then it goes completely silent at the end, and they go away. And then here he is. He accomplished it. He did what he wanted to, and then he's still left with that emptiness, that complete silence. That she's still dead. She's still gone. You, you know that it was. I mean, Bill. I would say Bill directed this one again. I, there's going to be a season four, and he, it sounds like he's directing every episode, if not most of them. Mm-hmm. I mean, he, he's just amazing, man. Like, we we, we keep... He deserves all the Emmys. Yeah, man. Like, I, I mean, how do you have... For acting, directing, writing. He is so good. And how do you have such a satisfying ending? And he does it in 28 minutes. You know, any other show, it's like, oh, we're going to have the season finale. If it's an hour-long show, it's going to be an hour 30. He keeps the same timeline, <laughs> and he has just as satisfying of a finale. And they so have so that- many things die. That was the thing yesterday was I was watching it and and I had to pause it and I see that there was only like four and a half minutes left. I'm like, 
how are we, how is this going to finish in four and a half minutes? And those four and a half minutes were nothing but just anxiety and what's going to happen. I mean, it was just packed with awesomeness. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, it's, it's, this has to be, if not my favorite show, one of my favorite shows, cause it is, it's awesome. It's, mm-hmm. and I'm talking all time, not just right now. Yeah. Uh, so Cristobal does die. Oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't realize I that. Too. But according he dies to GQ, happy arms. Yeah, according to a GQ interview with uh, Kerrigan that plays Hank. So, yeah, mm-hmm. that sucks. But. Yeah. But how about, you know, and I said he, Bill Hader deserves all the Emmys, but like the episode when, um, what's his name? I can't remember the guy's name. Albert um, comes and gives him a second chance, has him at gunpoint. Mm-hmm. Just the way he's pleading for his life and stuff. Like, yeah. I just I did not realize Bill Hader was this amazing of an actor. It's, right. It it's every week he does something to make me even love him more as as an actor. It's 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 crazy. When he yeah, shows up and Kusino is sitting on the uh, on the curb with the gun, and he's like, "You have a fucking gun? Why the fuck do you have a gun? What the fuck?" Like just freaking out on him, and just grabs a gun and goes to take care of business. It's like that. That's prior, primo acting right there. I, I hate that I have sympathy for him because I, I, I like I hate that he's going to jail. Um, I hate what Ku, that Kuzno betray. I guess I shouldn't say betrayed him because he killed his his woman. But yeah, um, it just it's it makes you feel bad for a serial killer basically, and it's it's yeah. it takes a pretty good actor to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. But I don't know how. I mean, how are they gonna? How is he gonna get out of jail? Obviously, he can't spend all of season four in jail. Well, right. it's going to be him and, and uh, Fuchs together again because we remember he called himself the Ra- the fuck <laughs> the, 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 the security card looking up. Well, so they'll be together again in prison. Yeah, I don't know the, how the rest of it's going to turn out, but how um, how terrible is that one cop of you know he was so worried about the Raven the whole time the Raven the Raven and now they're like oh have you seen Albert oh no we haven't seen him since he cocked his gun and left he's probably just going around taking in the sights. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and then he was just like, "Man, I want to hang out." Like, he, he, like he just, <laughs> doesn't give a shit cop out there. Yeah. So it's supposed to be a play on how bad the LAPD was during like the serial killer stuff in the seventies and eighties. That's oh. what I read in an interview because yeah, that's basically like I was listening to one of the podcasts I was to uh, about serial killer stuff, and they were talking about how. The Hillside Stranglers, they interviewed those guys four or five times without even suspecting them, for asking them questions about these serial killers. And, like, they were just led astray by these guys. And it's like, how stupid can you be? But, Dude, I, I sat in on jury duty, I don't know, four years ago or something. And the way the this detective was supposed to be like this great detective in, in, in the, in the area that I lived and all the things that were missing that he didn't do on this case. I was like, I, I pray nothing ever happens to me and my family. Cause this jackass isn't doing shit for us. Right. It's, it's amazing. Just how oblivious things that should be just basic common sense to someone who's not in law enforcement it just doesn't get done. It's it's just crazy how that happens. Mm-hmm. It's it's like, do you watch any documentaries? Like, don't you understand these things happen all the time? Like, come on. Well, it's like, okay. it's if you're the if you're the lead detective for your for your police department, you should know what you need to do. <laughs> right. 
there shouldn't be much of evidence missing because you were just kind of like, ah, oh, shit, this happened at three in the morning, and I just kind of don't want to do this. Right. We'll get in next shift. Yeah, it's insane. Mm-hmm. So, I, I was gonna say though, if you, if you guys do have a hankering for for more Barry in the meantime, I I texted you guys last night, but Ronnie Lilly, it's episode season two. That might be my one of my favorite episodes of TV ever. I'm the, I'm putting up there with like uh, Breaking Bad, Ozymandias. I'm sure there's some better Call Hall episodes that are getting up there as well later in the seasons, but. Ronnie Lilly was probably the funniest. Not only the the long action shot of the first initial fight, but them going after the parademon daughter. That that would like again talk about sound design. Like when she yells, like they have like a raptor scream behind her. So that was like some of the funniest, like some of the best choreography they have had for a fight, and the funniest like episode I think of the whole series. Oh god, yeah, it's pretty damn close to being up there for me too. Yeah. And that was that one was so over the top that it's, it was you wondered if it was just a dream the whole time. But yeah, mm-hmm. it was, but again, I think that was one of Bill Hader's first episodes he directed. Oh really? Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, just, just fucking over the top. There, he keeps telling her she's out of this world. He goes, "It can't be that bad." He walks up to her. She fucking climbs a tree to, to jump from the tree on top of the house. He's like, "Go walks back in the car." He's like. That bitch is out of this world. Like I don't know where. Like, that's all I know. Yeah. Um, I'd oh. love to see Hater do like a horror movie. I know he's been in it, but or he's in it too or whatever. But I'd love to him for him to actually write and direct one because I think he could do some amazing things with it. I agree. Mm-hmm. I think he'd be good at almost any genre. To be honest with you, he's, he's pretty damn good. Yeah. Yeah. Even a rom com. Yeah. You want him to do a rom com for you? He was I want to get the how Sally met Ooh. Barry. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. Fuck. Or how oh. Barry met Sally, whichever. I hope that dumb bitch's plane fucking crashes. I hate Sally. She made I wasn't, my... wasn't going to be upset if she got choked to death. No. Actually, the whole yeah. time I'm like, oh, cool. She's just going to die. I'm, I'm fine with that. Again, and then, yeah, I said, poking my guy through the back of the head into his eye, and he's like, "What'd you poke me in the eyeball with?" <laughs> God, yeah, he's getting fucking knife jutting from the. Oh my god, yeah, that was. Again, I, I feel I feel there. bad for a hitman slash serial killer getting put in jail, but Sally, I'm like, can you please just die? Like, just... <laughs> the old Skyler White effect? That might say more than me. Yeah. No, that, but say more, sure. that might it say more about me it. than anything. <laughs> oh, and yes, Dave, so Hater in Superbad is amazing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, Brian, you want to move on to the next one? Yeah, sure. I would say now I got some of them. I would say mm-hmm. the, the boys, last week they had the first three episodes released, so you can kind of yep. binge and get back in the season, and then episode four just dropped, I guess. Do you want to kind of do like a, a full recourse four episodes or just do episode four here, Joe? Uh, I haven't seen four yet. I just got the first three in. Um, so I was catching up uh, – Another one of my favorite shows, Westworld, is coming back at the end of June. I was catching back up on season three on that. But, uh, yeah, it's, uh, man, Homelander's jumping off the freaking deep end, and I love it. Love it very much. Yeah. No, I would say, I, I really I can't talk about episode four because there is a lot of stuff that happens. But, you know, like the first three episodes, again, you know, we kind of talk. We'll, we'll do a, a little spoilers. How, how many episodes? The first three so far, Joey? Yeah, I've watched first three. You could watch. You could. 
talk about the first four. That's okay. fine. It's not like I said, no, so I'll be watching it anyway. No, the, the the first three, if you if you haven't watched, you know, the, again, we're we're dealing with now they're working through the government to kind of fight evil soups. And, and they're going through the action. The, the one scene, and I don't know how much it'll actually get the other three if they want to watch it, because it's a little more like we said. Amazon's got the goriest comic book uh, uh, shows compared to Disney or, or HBO even. But the fucking mm-hmm. first scene is this man that can shrink. He can, he can grow in size and can shrink in size. And uh, in the first fucking 10 minutes of the season, or uh, episode one, him and his boyfriend, they're doing cocaine. And to uh, get him off, he shrinks down and goes and it shows him going inside the guy's dick hole. And then he sneezes, grows in size, and blows up his boyfriend in half. Yep. So he's just covered in blood, his half boyfriends on the bed. <laughs> I think Trent wants to watch it now. That, that's, that's, no, but then, And so, like, yeah. his secret move is like to try and get inside people and just expand because he tries, the people that came in to try and take him up, take him down, he tries to go in their assholes. And, they're, yeah, like, it's it's just hilarious. It's like the, the whole meme before Infinity War, Ant Man going in people's assholes and expanding in Thanos, and that's how they win. That yeah. that's the guy's power, you know. So mm-hmm. I would say, but then I would say, and it's also getting to the point where you know they're trying to fight the soups. The soups start winning, so now they have a. Um, it's kind of a temporary uh, compound. They call it Compound V to give them superpowers. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, Billy Butcher, one of the the badasses that fight if that's fighting the soups, all of a sudden he he's starting to get sick because he's taking this temporary solution to help in the fight and it's basically killing him. So um, I, I won't go into season or I won't go into episode four, Joey. I'll let, I'll let you watch that first because there's a lot of spoilers okay. in it, but it really ramps up from the first three episodes on. Like you said, Homelander, who is basically evil Superman, he all hope is being around him. They've stolen his son. His basically love interest from season one got killed. You know, all of his surroundings, they, they think they have him cornered because he's this immortal god that they can't kill. But they've cornered him on on he, he, he's he got the biggest ego and image that, you know, they talk about like the political points he has on, you know, how he rates with white males 18 to 45. You know, like they, they, they look at all these like social aspects and how he could be a, a better superhero by rating him. You know, so they're they, they think they've got him in check, but the episode four, a a lot of shit happens in the first in, in that hour there. Nice. So, awesome. Well, and what what date of the new episodes drop? Is that Fridays? Yeah, it, it drops on Fridays. Okay. Okay. So yep, episode five will be this week and then we can talk about four and five next week if if you get caught up. So I'm debating whether I should watch it on my work computer tonight or not. Hmm. Maybe. Well yeah, well, yeah. I mean, it, it, nothing is worse than episode one, Shrinking Man. That that was the most graphic uh, part of the, the season so far. So What are you doing there, Clark? You winking at yourself? Oh, yeah. <laughs> is, this one, is this season wrote by Seth Rogen, or was that last season? Uh, written by Seth Rogen? I thought Seth Rogen had a part with the boys, with writing. I, I don't know what the boys... I know he's in part of Invincible, which is the cartoon comic book. I know he voices a guy, and I think he does have some input on that one. Um, but I know... The, the I mean, The Boys is an actual comic book by... Uh, oh, I think he's he was a singer in My Chemical Romance. He, he's, he's, a, he's the writer of The Boys. Evan Goldberg? Yes. Yeah, uh, executive produced by Seth Rogen. I don't know if he's written on it yet. Oh, okay. 
Yeah, and Ev well, Evan Goldberg, he's who Rogan has wrote um, Super Bad with and those type of movies, so they collaborate all the time. But, yeah. yeah, for some reason I thought I heard he was a writer on there. But Yeah, I mean, it, it, if you can get a chance and are into those like superhero stuff, uh, like Peacemaker on HBO, The Boys, Invincible on Amazon, they're just they're super fucking good. Um, Doom Patrol is another one on HBO that – I got into the very first season and the second season kind of lost me, but it's also a good like dark superhero movie or TV show. Mm -hmm. And that's where like me, me and uh, Ryan talked about last week, just you get superhero for fatigue. You know, that was like infinity war and an end game. The, the, like I said, the, the boys and, and I've watched all of invincible too. It's definitely mm -hmm. like, you know, you think of how are they going to man be pamby their way out of it? No blood. And like th those are two of the most gory shows I've ever seen because they, yep. they just don't give a shit about how they kill people and and uh, and showing it. Yep. Yes, sir. All right, Ryan, you went and watched Jurassic Park. I did. Jurassic did World. anybody else go, or is anybody else planning on going? No. No. Um, should I do spoiler free or or what spoilers? You can do spoilers. Okay. Um, I, I this has to be one of the most disappointing movies of my lifetime. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Started with, with that. I love, I love the Jurassic series. Like I loved every Jurassic Park, every Jurassic, the first two Jurassic Worlds. They may not be the best movies ever, but I've always loved them. This one just stunk. Just flat out stunk. And I was kind of worried about it because you didn't see a whole lot of promotion on it coming up to it and not a whole lot of hype around it. Even the actors were kind of like, oh, hey, it's the third one. Go see it. It's got a three in it, so you should go see it. And it's it stunk. So the, did you guys see Jurassic World 2? Mm -hmm. oh, so the premise was set up nicely. The second one may not have been the best movie, but you know, at the end you've got the dinosaurs roaming around all over the place. They're not held in a cage and you've got an awesome premise of dinosaurs roaming free among humans in cities, all that stuff. Um, two years prior to this, they had the um, some battle at camp uh, at camp rock or, Big Rock or something like that, mm -hmm. where a family is uh, camping and their camper gets destroyed by, I think it was a T-Rex or something, or a Carno at the time. I haven't watched it for a while, but yeah. And then you had the preview before the, was it Fast and Furious, the last Fast and Furious of mm -hmm. dinosaurs roaming all over the, the planet. This movie had nothing to do with that. Like literally had nothing, like that who cares that there were dinosaurs free? Cause this movie had nothing to do with it. This movie had to do with giant locusts. All it was, was a big freaking company made these giant locusts that destroy crops. And we had to use dinosaur DNA to figure out how to destroy these giant locusts. So there might've been like 10 minutes about the dinosaurs roaming free. The rest of it, most of the movie was held in, when dinosaurs were held were held in captivity by this lab, it was taking place in that. So, like everything that's happened since, like the first two movies are basically pointless if you go with this movie. And there was some entertain, there was entertainment value to it, but you need more than just some entertainment. 
And the best parts of the movies were when the dinosaurs were involved. Of the two hours of it, I think there might have been 30 minutes of the dinosaurs being involved. The rest of it was BS, humans trying to save the world from the big bad company. And, I mean, you brought back the old ones, so the old characters from the original Jurassic Parks. um, That was cool to have them back. But the story sucked. Like, it was one of the worst stories I have seen in a movie. Um, I hate saying it because I was really looking forward to this movie, but it flat out stunk. Goodness gracious. That sucks. So what what would you give it out of 10? Are we talking alloys? Yes. (laughs) I would give it a 4 out of 10. 10? Seriously, I mean, it was... The people come to see the dinosaur and okay so here's the other thing i i've always said on this on this uh pod i love chris pratt and that doesn't change on this but the whole time he's standing there with the whole like the whole trying to control the dinosaur thing that was overdone so much in this movie it was so corny and cheesy how many times they did it and eventually at the end of the movie you have three characters doing it to to try to stop a dinosaur and uh, yeah, yeah. So, so david uh, he he texted me and said he gave it a five and a half out of ten so we're uh, on the same page on that yeah one. Yeah, he, he said so. he said the three main characters from the original brought back some nostalgia. Um uh at the at the end he like wrote a little review and at the end he said overall if you like the born identity or that style of action mixed with dinosaurs, this is that movie. <laughs> yeah, and, and and you know, like so the best part was with the dinosaurs. You got like a 10-minute chase of Chris Pratt on a motorcycle going through Malta, and it was cool. It was the action was really cool. But honestly, that part of it even had nothing because they were trying to, to, I guess, somewhat kind of helped with the story. But at the same time, it was completely pointless because the girl wasn't even there anyway. And then there was this other character that's supposed to be this big, bad um, underground dinosaur trader. And she was part of the scene. And then after that, not a clue. No clue what happened to her. So, yeah, it was there were a lot of things left out. Um, This movie basically takes the first two movies and said, hey, you don't really matter at all. We're going to make this storyline that has nothing to do with with this great setup prior anyway. Mm -hmm. Um, Colin Trevorrow, Trevorrow or whatever his name is, he did The Last Jedi, whatever the or whatever the last Star Wars was. That guy needs to stop getting work. He needs to stop Mm -hmm. getting hired. He sucks ass. (laughs) The, he was the director on this one, writer and director. Oh, well, he, he did he did have that little bit of like fan service in the in the final one with all the you know bringing all the characters back in the in the last final battle. I guess maybe they thought he could bring some of that magic to the dress. Uh, that sounds like that's his only move. Uh, let's yeah. just bring back all the old people. Well, and so that was the thing was that was the thing like it was cool that they got brought back and um. What's his name? The uh, guy can't remember the skinny guy with the black hair's name right now. He's in Ragnarok too. Jeff Goldblum. Uh, Jeff yes. Goldblum. There we go. He had some pretty funny parts in it. He was entertaining, but mm-hmm. it was mainly like, "Hey guys, we're gonna make references to things that happened in the first few movies. Uh, you're gonna love it, aren't you?" And no, oh, your yeah. story sucks. Um, just please don't ever touch a dinosaur movie ever again. Yeah. I would love for uh, Chris Pratt and Bryce Dallas Howard and, and the original three to come and say, hey, we know this movie sucked and we want a writer that will 
let's uh, let's bring John Favreau into this and, and make mm-hmm. the real Jurassic World three. Let's let's act like this never happened. And next thing you know, you got Chris Pratt running around in a Mando costume. <laughs> Mando would have saved this movie if they would have brought Mando into this movie. It would have made it way better. But I, I don't understand how you have a how you have a Jurassic World and only thirty minutes of the two hours actually has dinosaurs involved with it. Now you know what I you know what I'm thinking is now that we know that Jurassic World wasn't the greatest. You know, uh, Fast and Furious is kind of fizzling out with their tenth movie. Yeah, combine them, combine yep. them. Fast and Furious dinosaurs, baby. And so they're doing, the, that, the, they're doing that in a video game. I don't know if you guys watched the Xbox showcase on Sunday. Hey, I have that on the I have that on the itinerary on the agenda. Vin Diesel is yeah. Arc Two. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. At at the end of Jurassic World, the funny thing is, yeah. So you know, we have all these dinosaurs. They talk about it for like thirty seconds. We have all these dinosaurs and humans. Humans live together, and they just need to learn to coexist. And credits, like. That's, yep, that's the, <laughs> the one time they like talked about it, but we we stopped the giant locust, so that's awesome. Thank you, thank you, Chris Pratt. Thank you, I Jeff. I think Hart. Egypt did that in the Bible too. Somehow. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. movie stunk. Oh, good. Well, you you know what the sad thing is? They know they don't have to have great writing because they can have just enough action. And they know they're going to make that much money. Yeah, you know they, they know the amount they're going to make on it. It just I believe it, it made 143 million this year or this weekend. This weekend, yeah. I'm guessing it's yeah. going to have a significant drop. Yeah. There's a lot of those movies like. There's a lot of those movies that you know these big blockbusters. A lot of people will see it more than one time. I don't know who would see this turd more than once. Yeah, I mean that. That's honestly, you know, if I if I ever come up on a on a weekend where I'm getting bored, I might be, you know, the next movie we're going to talk about, I I might be going to see Top Gun again, man, because that was that was kind of the polar opposite of it, you know. I it's been a while since I'd seen the the original Top Gun, but man, like everyone kept hyping it up, and I'm like, don't don't let let the hype get to you, and I mean it it lived up to it, dude. I, I mean it. It started with the nostalgia of uh, Kenny Loggins' son, the be- uh, a song at the beginning, and then you know taking off and landing, you know fighter jets, and, and then yeah, and then and then you know it comes back to you know Tom Cruise, and it's it's all of these you know it's kind of the classic story of oh you're you know you're too old to com- contribute anything you know they're talking about you know guess what this new uh, plane that we're trying to get to Mach ten. You know, we're getting rid of this program for flightless drones. We don't need the human element anymore. And of course, he impresses them, so he starts teaching at the uh, at at this. Uh, or I'm sorry, at Top Gun again. And there is, like I said, there, I don't want to honestly. I don't want to spoil too much of it because there's a lot of twists and turns. There, there was a lot of great action. We talked about, you know, Tom Cruise is fucking insane, but he does all of these stunts himself, and he's actually flying these jets. You know, it, it's there's a lot of great you know great action scenes in there i actually there are the only three things i wanted to bring up were the negatives that that i saw throughout the movie you know because all the action everything else makes up for it i definitely recommend if you're into top gun at all if you've probably already seen it but if you want to give it a shot or some solid action to go go watch it but um a, a, a callback from the original top gun um was when goose plays the piano and sings great balls of fire and then his you know son in the movie miles teller gets on the piano and he has a moment where he sings great balls of fire 
and there's a whole bar of middle 20 to 30 year olds singing great but who the fuck knows great balls of fire the whole the whole song is every lyric they like that was one thing i'm sitting here in the movie theater i'm like you know i i can see the miles teller flying a uh a, a jet uh, a fighter jet nothing but i see him seeing great balls of fire and everyone enjoying that song in a in a packed bar i don't believe it one bit so that was that was <laughs> one thing um the Tom interest, uh, Tom Cruise's love interest was uh, Jennifer Conley. She owns the the bar that that they play Great Balls of Fire at. Um, she has a girl that's in high school that looks at Tom Cruise and and she and uh, he's like, yeah, yep, Captain. Um, you know, he mentioned his rank as Captain still. You know, for, for the last twenty years, and a high school girl looks up to him, and goes, still Captain. It's like. What high school girl knows military ranks? Like she's like looking <laughs> down at this man because he's been a captain for twenty years. Like she's like, you're not first lieutenant yet, or whoever gives you know who gives a shit. You're just a high school girl knowing the military ranks. No way. Um, and then I know a lot of people have brought this one up. They they have a team building exercise where they go instead of the montage of them playing shirtless volleyball, um, they're all just playing shirtless football. But it's called dogfight football where you play with two footballs and you're playing offense and defense at the same time. And it made no sense. They're just throwing touchdowns to each other and there's no defense being played. Like it was the dumbest thing that I've probably seen, like them trying to, you know, and of course, guess what? It didn't matter who won or lost because they, they made a team together and they can't, I mean, it, they're, they're, those were kind of the dumb things about it. Literally everything else. I absolutely enjoyed John Hamm did pretty well as kind of the asshole Colonel. They, they, uh, um, Val Kilmer, I cannot remember. I believe he has like, is it throat cancer? Did, does anyone know off the top of their head what what health ailments? Anyways, he can't speak, and they actually used an AI technology from past holes where he was able to talk in this film. So that was kind of a cool feature that you know, getting Val Kilmer, you know, another big role from you know him being Iceman in the original Top Gun, seeing him back oh, yeah. in, in again. He had throat cancer. Um, throat cancer. Thank you. So I'm say seeing him speak again because I don't think he can or or not very well. They kind of they worked that into the role where he was kind of using a computer to talk with Tom as well. He was <laughs> typing but to the point where he was actually, you know, speaking to Tom because he wanted to get what he needed to say out. So, um, yeah, I, I would definitely if you're if, if you're even slightly considering it, it's it's worth the price of admission going and and seeing it. I'm. I think I'm gonna go check it out. I, I just want to see the feel-good story about a man who's been held down because he's so short. Mm-hmm. He's just mm-hmm. never felt mm-hmm. like a grown man. So you know, he he flies jets. To, <laughs> to well, he happen. has to fly jets because he can't ride on roller coasters yeah. at all. Yeah. He has you to know, get that he, thrill in a jet. Can he see right. over the dashboard of the jet? <laughs> just, <laughs> it's just his eyes just flying at fucking mock. They have nine. to load it up with a booster seat first. Yeah, he has, to, he, sit, he has to sit on a phone book. <laughs> yeah, a phone book. He's got a few toy blocks that are all tied together so he can hit the pedals at the bottom. You know, <laughs> you guys are brutal. <laughs> so, but yeah, the the, the man overcome. He looked he looked like fucking Wilson from Home Improvement flying that jet. Just, you just see his eyes around. But no, but plenty plenty of dogfight scenes. It, it was like I said, I, I can't say more pause about it. It was pretty I, awesome. I, I've 
I've heard a lot of reviews like you've given Bryant that it is awesome. It's a great movie and yeah. everybody's been suggesting it. So I, I got a feeling I'll be seeing it soon. I, I give it a, I give it an eight and a half or nine out of 10. I, I mean, it, it's legitimately that good. Nine whole alloys. <laughs> wow. How'd you get the, <laughs> how'd you get the preview of them there right next to Stuart? <laughs> I didn't know Stuart was in the new Top Gun. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. It's insane. Golly, I, I thought you might have been pulling up making the, moves. I thought you might have pulled up the picture of him with the, where where we showed Joey the tooth in the middle of his face again. No, no, <laughs> no I can't. I can't unsee that. So, <laughs> so, oh shit. Well, uh, so next did... next up, we got some gaming. Clark. I don't have the agenda, but sure. Xbox Showcase just happened. (laughs) (laughs) I put put that on along with the Summer Game Fest. I'm like, Clark, you might have something too. Uh, Yeah, I watched it. Uh, I watched the Xbox Showcase on Sunday whenever it happened. Uh, I was really pumped because Sea of Thieves is finally going to allow you to name your freaking ship. Finally, the bearded hag shall have her her day. Finally have a name. (laughs) Yep. But uh, no, I mean, Xbox, a lot of things to look forward to coming up over the year. So uh, yeah, their big thing was what's going to be released in the next 12 months, actually released. That that, that was the entire show is things coming in the next 12 months. And so Starfield's probably the biggest one coming out. Um, looks massive like just just the pure scope of the entire world of what you'll be able to go check out i don't know how full the world will be like is it going to be a big empty space i have no idea but i'm looking forward to it i think over a thousand planets you'll be able to explore yeah what what was that space uh, game that came out a few years ago that was very glitchy it sounds no man's sky no man's sky that game is solid now Like they keep patching it. No, like seriously. Star they Fox continue 64. to develop that game. <laughs> yeah. So, I would say so you do have it. Is it worth giving it a shot? Sure. Okay. I, I would buy it on sale. <laughs> I mean, you, that, you sold me on it. Do you, like, do you have any interest in space or just exploring something you don't know about? That that's what the game is. You, yeah. you want to go explore something with some slight push out out into the world to go do whatever you want. That's yeah. what that game is. Just oh, I'm gonna go check out this planet. I'm getting tired of exp- exploring Caldera on Call of Duty, so yeah, I'm looking for something new. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I guess the other big thing from the Xbox One is that they have a partnership with Kojima now too. Okay. And oh. I've I've never been a huge fan of him, but it seems like everyone absolutely loves. I mean, everyone loves the Metal Gear Solid series, and then. I know he had huge promises for Death Stranding. I don't have a PlayStation, yeah. so I never played it. Did you it, ever but... check out Walking Simulator? I, I never yeah. did. That's I what it was, is the Vetus UPS uh, delivery simulator. <laughs> <laughs> and so, like, he's... But you can also pee in it, remember? True. Yeah. And, and drink Monster Energies. Yep. What a, um, what a the, it's funny to me because it was the same thing with that is where we have this game that's revolutionary. No one's ever done anything like this before. And that's what it was. It was a package delivery simulator with some of his weird stuff. So I'm pretty excited for the Uber eats delivery simulator. He's going to be bringing to Xbox. That's going to be a great game. Ooh. Oh, hell yeah. Hell Why not yeah. just like go do it? 
and make money. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> yep. it's easier to, to sit on your ass and do it at home. Um, one yeah. of the games that did stand out to me that I've been waiting for to hear something new on was uh, Silk Song. I don't know if anybody else has played Hollow Knight, Mm-mm. but this is the long-awaited sequel to that game. It's called Silk Song. It is a platforming game. You're like this little bug. You're battling bugs in this. It's very uh, noir-type setting, dark, grungy, but it's a lot of fast-paced action. I don't know. Yeah. It's it's fun. The first game, I I was like looking around when we was like, I don't know. I don't know what to play. I, I'll try this out. It had me hooked just like that. And uh, is it on is, Game Pass or what's it on? It, it is on Game Pass, uh, okay. Hollow Knight, and this will be Hollow Knight Silk Song. It will be day one on Game Pass. A lot of their games are going to be day one Game Pass, so that's some, yeah. a lot of value to me. So I'm looking forward to it. I think I'm going to have to get a, a Game Pass. There's too many good games that just come free with it. I haven't bought into it yet, but well, especially now with Bethesda on on everything being part of mm-hmm. Microsoft, that's what? well. Starfield's going to be one of them. Another one, Clark, um, I don't know what you think of it, but Redfall, that looks interesting. I, that was the next one I was going to bring up. I They teased it last year, and I caught a lot of interest in it. So watching the trailer for it this year, I was I was very into it. I, I'm looking forward to it. It's supposedly going to be very playable, single player or multiplayer. I think it kind of had some back for blood type vibes to me. Yep. Um, which yeah. is battling it's, these sorts of vampires. So yeah, it looks like an open world version of it with vampires, basically. Yeah. So uh, I'm I'm gonna be interested to check that out. And of course, uh, nothing quite like fighting dinosaurs with your family in Arc Two. And Vin Diesel. That's right. <laughs> no, nothing better than Vin Diesel riding a T Rex. I I still don't know what the point One of that game is. Yeah, but, I don't know what the, what they can do for a story that involves Vin Diesel. Uh, Riding dinosaurs, but it's got to be better than Jurassic World. Yeah, I guess yeah. I don't know. So um, big, big news for gaming at the Nelson household T- tomorrow. The Series X will be here. Oh yeah! Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're um, welcome. You're welcome, Trent, for letting you spend five hundred dollars. You owe me five hundred dollars. <laughs> you owe me a million dollars. Send the bill. We're even. Um, does, has anybody? <laughs> Ever been a fan of like the Diablo games? Anybody else ever play those? Never God, really man. played them. So Diablo Four is coming out in the next twelve months as well. Uh, I real <laughs> I jumped into it on Diablo Three. I had a lot of fun with it. Uh, Minecraft Dungeons is kind of the same type of build, just not nearly as far in depth as Diablo ever got. So mm. I, I'm curious to see where this one goes. I'll, I'll probably if it hits Game Pass, I'll play it. Um, I don't think it's going to be released on game pass right away but i'll i'll wait for it to hit there so um did you watch any of the summer game fest too no i did not there wasn't much on there um the two things that stood out for me i guess maybe a few um the callisto project that's a horror game coming out from the original developers of left or uh dead space looks a lot like dead space um but it looks like it's gonna be pretty creepy so i'm really looking forward to that um then they dropped some video for modern warfare 2 which i shouldn't be excited for but i kind of am just watching the campaign demo looks really awesome so i'm looking forward to that good news Clark, is you probably only saw about 50 percent of the campaign in that video yeah yeah probably clark the other thing 
I'm I don't think I'm sold on Gotham Knights. Did they show more on that? Because I I thought I saw some of that they uh, had, but just a little trailer for Nightwing. Nothing big, but I'm not sold on it. The last time I saw some action from it, it didn't look very polished yet. It looks like it needs more time to me. Um, I didn't see anything this past weekend if they did release something, but no, yeah. I don't. I don't believe they did. But yeah, just something about it doesn't doesn't look as good as the Arkham games. Yeah, it it just looks like it needs more time and polish. Well, and so like with Arkham games, you have his grapple hook going between the city with these ones. I'm not the hoverboards and that stuff that they're flying around with. I just, I don't know. That's kind of weird. And, um, the, what's the, the red hood, like he's got bullets mm-hmm. that aren't, are, that are all non-lethal and stuff. And that's kind of against his character. He's not all non-lethal. I don't know. It's, I don't know. Shooting those rubber yeah. bullets. Yeah. Crowd control. Yeah. Pretty yeah much. That's right. <clears throat> Did you nope. see that Flight Simulator is adding a particular space or not spacecraft, but a craft that you can fly? Yep. Yep. A pelican. Yeah, that's right. You'll be you able to fly that pelican space. right down to your house, Ryan. I know. I uninstalled Flight Simulator. It was really cool, but after a while, I'm like, I'm I'm not great at flying, and this takes a while. <laughs> <laughs> Same. Oh, it's like, yeah. oh, this is hard. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's uh, it was kind of a grind. Yeah. There's a lot of good stuff coming out in the next couple of years, though. Yep. Pretty excited. We might be getting to the golden age of gaming. Well, the question that's on everyone's mind, was there any NBA 2K updates? Because that's not No. No, No, there wasn't. They don't even need to put out an update. Just come right before season next year, they'll be like, here's 2K23. Same shit as last year. Just got a new number on it. Buy it again. Oh, you, you ran out of VC credits? Buy them again. Come on, yeah. start all over. Um, I know Dave asked about. I know Dave asked about Hell Let Loose. I have, I have not played it. I've I've seen it. I I don't have a t- unfortunately I have a ton of time to to <laughs> buy games and try to put time into them. So that's why I haven't. It looks cool though. It does look cool. Yeah, I'd say I think I might try to check it out. I'd say I like I said I've been looking for something new lately, and that and that's. I don't say, and again, you know, I'm I'm more into more of a first person shooter type of guy, so oh, I might have to check her out. Yeah. Um, gosh, I was gonna say something. I can't remember. If I think of it, I'll I'll start another YouTube live stream and like thirty <laughs> seconds and just Is everybody's say it in, in bed. Off. Is there more left on the agenda? I can't tell. Nope. Nope. I've got one. I've got one question for this group. Let's Is Tyreek Hill the new wide receiver diva of the NFL? <laughs> I don't know about new, but yeah, he is. No, I mean, like, I is, he, is he the guy now? Because Antonio's gone. Mm-hmm. Is it now Tyreek Hill? Yeah, thing, was AJ Brown is also calling out people from the Cowboys and shit. And then uh, oh, there was another receiver that was just bitching about his contract. Um, oh, Stefan Diggs back in January. So, yeah, I mean. He got a new contract. Like, I know. But, I mean, it's like running rampant all over the NFL at the moment. Well, and we I mean, all know Tyreek Hill has buyer's remorse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and well, and like we said, I I've kind of gotten over like it. It pisses me off, but it just I'm more to the point. It's like he can't say anything negative about Tua. We we know that for sure, <clears throat> but it's it's just so discouraging that he it's just like just part ways and just be done with it. Mm-hmm. But you're talking about 
you, you know, you're, you're getting to the point where you're getting as close as you can to, you know, disrespecting ex-teammates, you know, and it's pretty soon we're going to start hearing about something how, like, oh, um, who is it, Gillespie, the tight, tight end for Miami? Oh, he's going to for sure get me more open than, I used to, than I'm used to. He's going to say something like that that is referring to Travis Kelsey. He- we know – that he's just going to keep doing stupid little shit like this to listen to, to now that I have your attention, wherever the fuck is stupid. He, uh, he sounds to me like the scorned ex-girlfriend, honestly. Mm-hmm. Like with yeah. all this. Yeah. And he was the one that broke like, them up too. Yeah. yeah. Say the same thing. Is his um, podcast still not out yet? Like again, I know we're talking I think, to you guys. Talking I think about it last came week. out. Jesus. How long does it take to publish that damn thing? I mean, we do it crazy. Like I said, we, we've put out three podcasts before he. Right. Uh, he did do a, sorry, Brian. Uh, he did oh, do a ahead. camp in uh, Columbia this weekend. And a couple of my former coworkers that work at 3M had their kids there. And I guess the kids were giving him a bunch of shit for talking bad about Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> who was like, their favorite player. So that was kind of funny. I th- just this week, Derek or uh, uh, Devonte Adams did the same thing, saying Carr isn't that much different than than Rogers. It's like mm-hmm. there's yeah. th- there's a massive difference between those two. Yeah, yeah. This one's been thrown from Devonte and one hasn't. Yeah, I mean, that... <laughs> Clark. I said, yeah, one's been thrown to Devonte and the other hasn't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I and I get it. I mean, yeah, you have to hype up your new situation, especially if you're the one that made the decision to leave and do it. But you know, there's there's possible there's positive reinforcement, and there's just being totally crazy. Yeah. Ooh, that reminds me. That's what I was gonna say. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay. With, with the summer game fest thing, uh, when I was watching that, like the last half hour of it was all indie games. Okay. Dude, talk about just nothing but depression like they're all like xanax the game basically just <laughs> at some point someone has to say okay just because this is really freaking weird doesn't and and i guess artistic doesn't mean that it's good like why are we what happened to something like mario why are we doing i need all to... these studios are literally going what if depression was a video game what yeah, we're gonna do ex- <laughs> that is what a hundred I would say out of they probably showed 30 different indie games and I would say 25 of the 30 were I would need to go to a psychologist after playing it because I would feel terrible about my life. Just need a little boop, 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 imagine boop, you're boop, sad boop. and hate your life now. Now imagine in a video game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know exactly I, what you mean. I feel. I mean, I feel bad saying that because I, I, the developers. I don't know if they're going through stuff or whatever. But man, at some point, like when, kind of like when Dwight Schrute created Second Life in his Second Life. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Like, and, and that's the same thing with movies too. I I know of someone that will recommend movies, and they're just weird. They aren't good. They're just really freaking weird. And 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 it's okay. This is super artistic, and you know, if you're as smart as us, you can you can understand it. And it's like you know what? Sometimes I just like to watch shit blow up. It's so. it's hard for me, like, because I I know like. The movie I've always wanted to see was uh, like the Marriage Story that had Adam Driver, Scarlett Johansson, and you see all these like raw emotional scenes. I'm just like, I don't know if I'm ready for it. Like, I, you have to be in a certain mindset to be ready to like, all right, you ready to watch people un like fall out of love for 90 minutes? You yeah. know, no, I'm I'm not ready for it. Let's you know let, let's put a, let's put a, a show on and on for repeat for the 15th time because I'm I'm just not mentally ready for that tonight. 
I have told myself that I am no longer going to just throw the office on when I'm bored. I'm going to start new shows and at least start them. So the next one I'm doing is uh, Boardwalk Empire. Oh, okay. I've heard good things about it. Yeah. Because I lost interest in Peaky Blinders and I also will not finish Better Call Saul just because Trent likes it. So (laughs) good enough reason. Exactly. I like it. Dang, a show good enough (laughs) for me to watch the whole series. That's how you know it's good. Right. Maybe at some point. I'm I'm not watching all of Pickers again. Jeez. <laughs> I'm at I'm at Trent's place this weekend and he's going through his TV saying, Look, dude, you can watch every movie that's out there. You can watch every TV show that's out there. Yep. Why don't you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and what's stopping you? Nothing. Time. Time. That's what's stopping you. Time. Yeah. As we're uh, as we're pushing hour two of our podcast here, we don't got time right. to watch movies. We gotta- yeah. Maybe next week I'll skip the podcast just so I can watch your movies you want me to watch. Okay, I mean, no, if that's what you're Spoiler, saying, alert, he's still not gonna. <laughs> yeah, I'll be here. I'll be here. But we do need to end this because we learned last time that uh, we can't go yeah. for two hours. So. Yep, let's wrap her up, folks. All right. Well. Thank you, everybody, for hanging out. We do appreciate it, uh, sticking with us here, listening to the, all the old pods and uh, watching us on YouTube. It's it's kind of fun to mm-hmm. get to re- interact with each other and see each other's reactions. So uh, we do appreciate it. But, uh, again, give us something to talk about. We'll do it. Uh, Ryan's trying to hold us back here with uh, Chris Pratt. And, uh, <laughs> <so>. <laughs> but uh, what are the socials, Joey? Yep, hit us up on Twitter and Instagram at Heartland Pulse. Facebook, just search Pulse of the Heartland. YouTube, you've got the link if you're following us now, but otherwise just search Pulse of the Heartland on there as well. And we'll be doing live stuff every Monday. Is that Tom Cruise in the top left? Yeah, I was doing the, I was hoping you'd catch on to that. Just the, the <laughs> all right, well, we'll see you all next week. Thanks for listening. Thank Appreciate you.